Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk with Ben podcast. So excited to be back with you this week. Hope you had an amazing week. I hope you had some time to rest. Uh, maybe enjoy this Ohio weather if you're living in Ohio. If you don't, I don't know what I mean. Then if you're not living in Ohio. Uh, you probably can even hear maybe a little bit even the wind that is happening here in Ohio right now, and it's it's uh, it's it's very sad. Uh, <laughs> it's still it's windy and it's cold and it's. April. Um, but, uh, this is not April fools. Uh, I am actually here, uh, recording an episode. Hopefully this is out on Thursday. If not, it's Friday. So then it would be April fools. But anyways, uh, I just want to welcome you here. And if you're new, my name is Ben and this is my podcast where I talk about life. I talk about my ministry. I talk about travel stories. I talk about pretty much anything that, uh, brings maybe me joy, or maybe I hope that will bring you joy. Uh, and ultimately bring God glory. And uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing time. And I hope you enjoy and I hope you um just take some time to listen and, and hopefully be encouraged. So so I wanted to start out today's kind of I guess podcast. I, I didn't really know where I wanted to go with it. Um I, I'm in this like this job hunt, you know. You know, whenever you think about jobs, you always you're trying to find a job that fits you, but it, it's the it's the right fit, but it also pays you what you need. And there's all these factors. Um, and I thought I would talk about a little bit about, um, I think, really just my experience with, um, I think, working in the secular world, not really even the secular world, just working in general. And how do you use, how do you use your um your faith in Christ and how do you implement that uh, into a way that can glorify him, but then also it can encourage others. And, and it might not be maybe sharing that testimony with your coworker all the time, but maybe it's just the way you, you act in the way you, the way you react to certain things. Um, and, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because yeah, one, I'm, I'm looking for a job here um, in the, in the States while I'm here for the next couple of months. And Hopefully that will be figured out here by the end of the weekend. Um, but also just even the job that I have that I'm going to have in Hungary. And then on top of that, also just the um, just the past experiences, uh, whether that was working a paper route or whether that was working at Cedarville in basketball or even in events, each aspect of that, of the working journey, if that sounds so weird, but the working journey, um, it takes place with a um with a mindset that you you create either you can be focused solely on Christ and that's your job or you can make the job your life and i think that's where i've really kind of i guess wanted to to relook at my own life and think about why why do i take a job why do i decide to work at this place over this place when maybe the other place pays more, or maybe the other place has a better staff that I could work with. And I want to take you back to a, to a story of how I started working in events at Cedarville and how that really, that job really gave me a better idea of what it meant working for the Lord. So I, as, as many of you know, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast many times, I worked with basketball. I was a student assistant coach. I did pretty much anything and everything that you could think of that a coach would either not necessarily want to do or even didn't have time to do it, right? So that meant 
my freshman year, I was just filming. I literally filmed every most practices, most games, and it was tedious and it was tiring. And um, yeah. And then sophomore year, obviously changed the way I did things. Stats was really where I was at. And then junior year was on the bench and did more things like that. Now, this goes nothing to say if it was bad, if it was a bad experience, or if I didn't like it. In general, I loved my time with the basketball program. I loved traveling. I loved, you know, I got to go to Italy. Like, I got to do so many amazing things. I got to learn so much about the game of basketball, learn how to manage and players and things like that. But I think I soon realized during my junior year, this was also the same year my grandpa passed away and a lot of other things were happening. That my joy for the game was not at a point when I wanted to continue, right? I was around a bunch of Christian guys. I was around a bunch of Christian coaches and it was great. It was fun, but I don't think I was wanting to give a hundred percent. And I, and I remember telling myself, I'm never willing to give a hundred percent. Then why am I in that job? I need to move on. And, uh, I remember when I was going in to tell coach he kind of looked at me and said, I, I've seen this for a while. Like this is, you've kind of lost the edge. And most of the guys that knew me knew I was just a fun loving, loved to have fun, loved the game of basketball, wanted to be always a part of it. Um, but coach was seeing it. Um, coach, coach could see that the pull was away from for where I wanted to be. And at this time, I didn't know what I would do. You know, I I went in to resign, not having anything lined up. I didn't know if I was going to be working the next school year, if I was just going to be doing my senior year of school. And that was it. But I think that's, that was the, the moment when I realized that in order to find the right place, I had to rely on God. It wasn't about me trying to find the right fit, the right people. What's going to be the most pain? Because if I've learned anything of my own parents, it's, you do what you can for your family and what you love to do. And they've always encouraged me to do what I love to do. And I knew I loved people and I knew I loved being around Cedarville. I loved the the people of Cedarville, the mentality of Cedarville, the joy of Cedarville. And I wanted to continue that. I didn't want to have to go work in a burger shop. I didn't want to have to go do something in maintenance that I didn't really enjoy. And so I remember I, 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 I had resigned the very next day. I was going in for an interview for, uh, at that time it was called SCAB. I think it's called CAB this time. I know, terrible name. Um, but basically the, the goal behind it was I was going to go in. I was going to apply. I had worked uh, with them, with Brian Burns and Lauren Kuhn. Lauren had been mentoring me. I had been working with them through... Um, getting started. So like the freshman orientation, I was on sting. So I was preparing for the next school year already went in. Uh, I never wear suits and I wore a suit and, uh, I just basically was honest and said, Hey, look, I don't have a job. I've resigned. I want to give my all to Cedarville. I want to spend my last year really doing what I love to do. And that's being around this, this place. And, uh, you know, a few weeks later I found out I got the job of scab. I was one of two seniors and, uh, and I'll just say it was an amazing experience. Um, my senior year was full of joy, planning events. I was the food truck guy. I literally just made sure the food trucks were there and made sure they operated in the cold and the wet and the rain and wet and rain, the same thing, but everything and, and, and making sure everything ran. And, and 
at times it was a tough job. At times I missed basketball. And at times I was like, do I want to be here? Then I asked myself two simple questions. Question one was, am I doing it because I just want to be popular or I want to have my just name out there? Or am I doing it because God has opened this door and I want to do it for his glory? And uh, that was a question I asked. And the second question was simply this. Am I doing it for the money or am I doing it for God's glory? As you can see, both questions revolved around doing it for God's glory. And as even as I'm thinking about even Easter weekend here and, and what we're doing is for the cross. And I remember every time I would think those questions, I would remember that I was not doing this for myself. I was doing this for Christ. So no matter where we go in this world, God is going to take care of us. So as I was just answering these questions, I, I, I was realizing that when it comes to my profession, when it come become when it comes to just really learning about what it means to live for Christ in the work world, it's never about the money or it's never about the people you're around. Because in reality, you know, the next job I took was working at events in the summer and then my missionary work and everything like that. You follow it with what God opens the door for. And, you know, as I'm sitting here contemplating on where I should work and what's the best place for me and, and what will give me the best I don't know, opportunity to, one, make some money before I move overseas, but then two, to maybe be, make a difference, to maybe leave an impact. And I think that that's where finding your focus is the most important. So you see, finding your focus is not just when you feel like it. It's not just when the job is like, oh man, I'm paying, getting paid $100,000 a year or man, these group of people, like, I just want to hang out with them all the time. Our focus should be on Christ, no matter if the job is the worst job in the world compared to any other job, or that job gives you many earthly blessings. Because in reality, no matter what the job entails, no matter what the job is, after we leave this earth, after we go to heaven, these things stay, these places stay. And if our mindset is not focused on how we live, what we do at work, what we say at work, then what's the real purpose? And I think the big reason why all this was hitting me is just thinking about Easter, thinking about how we celebrate Christmas so much, anyone from a non-believer to a believer, but we take Easter for granted. We take the story of the cross. We take the story of how Jesus said, it's all on me. Where he died for our sins. And I started thinking about how we're here struggling to look for a job to, that fits what we would want, that we think we need. In reality, the only thing we ever need is Jesus. I've been reminded of that so frequently lately. 
as I've come home from Europe and as I've come home from serving as a missionary. It's so easy to get caught up in the world of sin that we live in. And it's so easy to forget about Christ. It's so easy to sit back and just accept what the world tells you to believe. And so as I was thinking about this job, I'm starting to trying to use these different things like, oh, this would work, this would work, this. But if I sat back and said, God, what do you want? God, do you want me to work at this place, even though it's going to be harder maybe on my body? Maybe it's going to be a little harder to deal with certain people, but maybe it's going to be the opportunity to be a ministry. I remember on one of my last podcast episodes in Hungary, I promised that I said that I wanted to live out what I've been living the past year in America. It's been hard to get back into the swing of things here, but this is, this is, I believe, the, the fence line. On the other side of that fence line is spending time with friends and family and doing ministry. And also on the other fence line is a job, a job that I can be a difference with Christ as the focus. So, I, I don't know where you are. And, and, and again, this is a shorter podcast episode, but my heart has just really been aching for people that say they're Christians and I have no right to judge their heart. I have no idea what their heart is, but I know that they claim to be Christians. And my question always to them is simply this. If you are a Christian, then put aside some of the worldly desires and put in front living for Christ. And if someone would ask me why I take a certain job or why I decided to teach in Hungary, yeah, it's a teaching job. It's what I've trained to do. But it's because I truly felt walking in there that, you know what, this is a place that I can do ministry. This is the place that God has opened the door for me to walk into and me to better and further his kingdom. I always wonder sometimes how one can believe certain things that this world gives you when your truth is right there in the Bible. And so I hope and I pray that you will consider those things. You consider those questions of why am I doing this? Or even why am I trying to do this? Because if the goal for you is just to make a lot of money, then you know what? That's between you and God. If the goal for you is to be popular, that's between you and God. But I hope, I hope in the bottom of my heart that the goal of you taking a job or going somewhere, or even this this weekend as you look at Easter, you take it and you say, this is for God's glory. That's the only thing that matters. Because friends, we are celebrating this, this weekend, the greatest gift that any of us were ever given. That is Christ dying on the cross, not only dying on the cross for our sins, but that three days later, he walked out of that grave. That was for you and for me, and we can never ever repay it because we don't have to. God says, this is for you. Now take it. 
And as I think about that, my heart is heavy. As I think about that, it's hard to believe that a guy like me deserved that free gift. So I pray that each and every one of you, no matter what job you take in this world, no matter where God takes you in this world, that you do not forget where you come from and not what God has done. And you don't forget what God has done for you because God has done amazing things in each and every one of our lives. And sometimes we refuse to see it, but he's done it over and over again. He has done that for you and for me. And I shall never forget that. So as I finish up here, I just, I want to finish you with this. This weekend, it's a big weekend for all of us as we celebrate Christ's death and resurrection. Talk to that friend. Talk to that coworker at work. Invite them to come with you to church. If you're in my area, come to church with me. But take the opportunity to celebrate Christ and what he's done for us. And as you're looking at your job, maybe you've gotten your job because of a you wanted money or you wanted fame or whatever you want to do. And you're realizing that's probably not the reason I should get into it. Then look at your job and say, how can I change inside of this job? How can I be the light of Christ in this job? That's all I simply want to ask is that you focus on what God has done for you and what he'll continue to do for you. I really, really hope so. Anyways, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope to get a little, you know, into the Easter mood. Uh, but if you've loved this episode and if you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, make sure you like it. Make sure you put that in your categories to listen to, uh, in the car or wherever. And if you're on YouTube, hit that big thumbs up button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That'll allow you to see all my videos are coming out. Hopefully I have more videos coming out soon. Hopefully. Uh, but, uh, hopefully you'll, you'll do that for me. That would really appreciate it. I will really appreciate it. There we go. And once again, I'll remind you this, we serve an amazing God that he is faithful. You can trust him. And as always, we'll talk next time.